Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 62, chapter 4, in our found footage month. And we kind of did a group picking of the episodes this month, so uh, we actually watched one that's pretty special to us, uh, The Gallows. Hometown favorite. This one was, I don't know what percentage of it was filmed in Fresno. This much. This much. A little, Literally a bit. the tiniest, tiniest little amount. <laughs> but hey man, that's a claim to fame for <laughs> cool old Fresno, you know. I think there was another movie that they did in Fresno. I think it's called Fresno. Mm-hmm. It's like Isn't a comedy a or... Yep. I think it's a show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tina, Tina Fey was Something it? like that. It's yeah. some, some type of thing that I saw. But no, uh, this was pretty cool. Um, so does anybody have any good memories of Gallows? Right now. Yeah, just now. Was I the wouldn't first time we watched Have you seen this? No. Yeah, I but, think this is all our first time. Yeah, but I have a good story behind it. So I went to a haunted house right after the movie came out, and I didn't realize, but it was actually filmed in that spot. And so the, the whole <laughs> haunted house was just like, it wasn't Gallows themed, but at the end you go to the stage, and then they start reading lines, and then the lights come on, and then drops and then people come out and just scare you and Wait, you run so you out. Went, no. You went to a haunted house that was actually the set? Yeah, it was in there. It was what in that the theater. Fuck? Yeah. Where was the set? It was no, it was in that theater. Where was the theater? Only like downtown or something. Wait, in downtown Fresno? Dallas? Yeah, it was in Fresno. Warner's never had a haunted house. So it, where was that not theater? Warner's theater, a different theater. No, it was that one because that door, the door was open, the one at the end. When in he Warner's? leaves, there were steps to go down. But that wasn't that's, Warner's. Um, that's, wasn't it the Veterans Museum? Yeah. The Veterans Yeah, movie. something like yeah, that. Yeah, that that's one. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. That's, that's, where, the rest of my that's where the rest of it was. Yeah, yeah that's I why that shit looks so about familiar. That. I had all of my that's dance the recitals there. Holy shit, I forgot Guys, about that. I have the worst association with my tap recitals oh as a six-year-old. Oh, my God. I'm going back thinking. The red of, seats and the red walls. I was like, I fucking oh no. know that place. No, I'm going back that's, in my head right now going, Jailhouse Rock and yeah. my stupid little tap outfit as a five-year-old. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the veterans ditch. hall on... Um, Fuck, what street is that? Divisadero? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I forgot it's the about big, that. The big, big building the that's big, like super yeah, cool. I went with friends from work and you didn't want to go. Hell no, I didn't want to yeah, go. So and I'll... I'm glad I didn't because <laughs> that she, movie was she fucking She is not horrific. going back. Yeah, so, so I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realize because I remember people were saying that there was a movie. And I was like, I need to watch that movie because that's pretty cool that it was filmed, you know, where, where I live. But yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool. So at the end, yeah, it's just dude gets strangulated and he run across the stage and then to the door. But then right when he drops, like people come out of the shadow, like oh my god! And so you're like, oh wow, this dude's about to get like killed. And then people come out, like, well, I can't stay here, and he just run off. But yeah, it was it was it was pretty good. It's it was a typical haunted house. Like you're walking, and they know the people that aren't scared. And I was like up front pushing my friends. Along and then you know you see a head pop around a corner real quick and I'm like okay here it comes and then like Bruh! and then like ah and I'm just like or I see someone up ahead like an evil person look at me and I'm like that one get that one and they're like cool and I'm like you're not gonna scare me and people are like Bruh! and I'm like come on man like you're wasting your energy on me just keep going with but yeah no that that's my memory of that because I remember when I they got to the stage forgot. and I remember that door and I was like that's where I left I forgot that he did that 
I recognize those stairs too. I was mm-hmm. like, I know that, like the one that to the door that doesn't shut or whatever it is to the yeah. theater. I was like, I've been on those steps. Yep, I know those fucking steps. That's why I was like, this is not Nebraska. Where is this? I was this? like, I mean, it's a pretty co- like high schools only have like five different layouts. It's so true. It could have been true. just like any high school that I've ever been to. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so what about you, Micah? What so movies do you have? When they originally were shooting this movie, like the smallest part of it was shot at Warner's Theater, and I was working at Warner's Theater when they came through. <laughs> he could and not be. I needed I needed more hours to work because there was hardly any because it's a nonprofit, you know, thing. So it wasn't like it was regular hours or anything. And I was a bartender, and I needed more hours. So they're like, "Well, I guess you can sweep the, uh, the dressing rooms," you know. <laughs> And it was like, they weren't that dirty, but there were a lot of dead roaches. And I remember one scene there, there, right? (laughs) Roaches hanging from the ceiling. What the fuck? That's That's horrific. (laughs) Jesus. But like, I know all the back doors, like I had keys to all of it. I got to, you know, go behind the scenes and clean it all. But... I, I remember that. And then all of a sudden there was a shot where they were going through the dressing rooms and stuff. I was like, I cleaned that the night before they got there. <laughs> like, I know that place. I know that place. I, was right I there. swept that floor. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay, so if you haven't seen the gallows, not bad. Not bad. I enjoyed it was myself. Fucking <laughs> horrific. Was Jesus. It was way better than I thought it would yeah, be. Yeah, was a good movie. I thought it was yeah. gonna be crap. It, it didn't like I slightly there was a spot I can't remember what spot it was. <laughs> there was a slight jump. And I was Probably like, the part where both Emma and I screamed. Yeah, but it's for a for a, a type of movie you would take someone like a date kind of situation. That's a perfect date movie. Like, oh, free yeah. God, somebody that was it was great. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, Katie was freaking buried. Yeah, in you and yeah. I kept looking at Micah. I'm halfway under the blanket. I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> All the no, no. So, I was all about that. That was that was a good fucking scare. Like, it was because I mean crap. it starts out like yeah, well like sl- decently yeah. Well, and the way that this movie so being from around here, the way that this movie was filmed and like the way that they talked about it and the acclaim or lack of acclaim that it got when it came out like mm-hmm. in theaters was just like oh this is just some shitty like sea horror movie that they happen to film here in Fresno pool <laughs> and it was not that at all like it was sea in regards to it didn't have anyone super famous in it oh, like yeah. it was all like just not even a little kids. bit just <laughs> high school kid like random joe high school kids off the street but dear god this movie was fucking terrifying well, like i suspense well, and I think it was the level of quote-unquote acting experience was enough, but also not to the point where it straight up, they did seem like high school kids. Yeah. But Jesus that Reese Christ. That bugged me. Oh, of course oh, he did. Oh my yeah. God. Every time he yelled, I was like, God, can we shut this kid up? Oh yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so if you haven't seen it, we'll be quick about it, but give it a shot. Seriously, watch the movie. It's, it's so pretty good. It's so good. So there's a play in this town, uh, Beatrice, Nebraska, Fresno, and uh, there's a play called The Gallows, and in 93, uh, the last act of it, uh, this kid, he's supposed to be, you know... The main character. Hanged at the gallows, and then, lo and behold, 
he dies. Charlie. No, the first, the first. Oh, one. first guy, Charlie. Yeah. So uh, the kid dies, and so they're like, "Nope, not doing that play anymore." And then years later, um, the same school, they're doing the play again, and then approximately seventeen, I would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so uh, there's <laughs> twist and drama e turns in it. Uh, the lead, he's the lead is like a football player, and he doesn't really want to do it, but there's a girl he likes. And uh, the night before the play, uh, him and his dumb friend come up with a plan. They're like, we'll just wreck the play, and then it can't go, and then you don't have to act. And he's like, I like that plan. And then they get trapped inside, and then the ghost of that kid is like, well, you guys aren't going to make it to the next day. And, uh, and then all the scares ensue. Yeah, it was all so suspenseful. Yeah. Yeah. One fun fact, the opening scene... Um, only the director and the kid that, um, Charlie, mm-hmm. were the only ones that knew that the gallows were actually gonna malfunction, quotation mark, and he was gonna die. No way. So they, oh, they shit. So they were probably thinking it was Damn. like, uh... That's so fucked up to the rest of the cast. Yeah. So Especially they, with a non-quote-unquote professional I bet cast. you that kid's parents were literally out there watching, <laughs> yeah. too. Like, what the... So I like the thing that they told him, like, okay, we'll just do a, a like a dry run of this line. We won't drop it. Yeah. It's just we'll you know we'll get all the lines and I'll just be like and death and we'll do it like that. And then the, you know kids talk and they're like do it and they just drop it. And so those screams, those were, were real screams and people freaking out. They're like oh that's not supposed to happen. And so when people got up, because they this, jumped on dude, that that's shit up. so yeah. fast, like when he fell. God damn. Ooh. Yeah. It, it's it's good and that's oh, that's I'm how you get so real reactions from people. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. But it got a good reaction. I was like, damn, man, that's that's fucked up. You know, it's funny. We we watched Cloverfield, mm-hmm. and Cloverfield kind of took this whole thing where it was like, okay, we'll just take movies and then make them Cloverfield movies. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll, we'll add thirty seconds in at the end and make this a Cloverfield movie. But this was a independent film that Warner Brothers kind of just went, yeah, you're ours now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that. We'll, we'll, we'll produce that. That's not a bad idea. Wait, it's done? We'll take it from here. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down. Yeah, You've no. done enough. It's, right? <laughs> it's a pretty solid idea. I mean, the plot's very... You've seen it before. Like, ghosts trying to kill people that just end up somewhere. Like, it's it doesn't do anything new. Um, I did like that some of the camera scenes were like... It would show one line of story, and then it would reverse and show yes. what was happening from another point of view. From the other camera. I thought it was yeah. actually pretty cool. It helped when they started adding the cell phone camera views. Yeah. yeah. Because then it made it seem multi-camera, and so it gave it more perspective. Yeah. Because a lot of the found footage is like one camera. Well, it was very similar to um, As Above, So Below. Yeah. They yeah. all had their cameras on their heads. On each and individual like, person, yeah. Yeah. But this one, they split up way more than than that one. Well, so and was... they they didn't do it in an obnoxious way cuz like my biggest complaint with movies that keep switching points of view is like vantage point when it's like can you give me more than 10 minutes of a movie before you go back and do the same goddamn 10 minutes of the movie with 30 <laughs> seconds difference mm-hmm. and then yeah. yet again with the same damn 10 minutes of the fucking movie 
until there's 10 yeah. minutes left of the movie and you're like, oh, now we're going to do something completely yeah. different. Yeah. So but, the whole movie takes place over half an hour and you've just watched the same half hour twice. <laughs> and I'm like, but why? <laughs> but with this one... Like, over the course of half an hour. Right. Exactly. But you've seen it from seven different viewpoints. So. Exactly. But like with this, it did it well, the way that they bounce back and forth. Yep. Yeah. It didn't confuse. It didn't take away from the movie. It yeah. didn't... It was very well balanced. It added to the suspense for I guess, sure. I guess so much. I have one stupid complaint, and it would be like the, the camera shots were super unrealistic. Oh, like, yeah. Like they would be running from something, and like, or uh, when he goes to go under the, when he go, finds that secret hidden little room thing, and he looks up. And, oh, with and his camera the, phone? Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he with like, his 2010 they, iPhone, they like dip, right? Before they dip under something, they point the phone down at the ground, like, "Oh, I gotta see my feet for this one." Yeah, if like, anything, wait, the phone well, would be like it'll no, go sideways, and it would probably be angled a little up, or at least going like pointing something. his view instead of like pointing straight down. Like, I know where I'm going. I don't need to look. Well, three yes, feet out but in front of me. you have to think about but the fact that he was also he was crawling that, and he, he was using the night vision. Showed his feet like he was walking normally. He yeah. did. And but who's, who shines the light at their feet instead of, like, shining well, the light in the room? Well, when they're using night vision, probably everybody Who knows? See he was not the brightest bulb in the box. Not even a little bit. Well, that, that's... I just said it was a stupid complaint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's 100% valid. Yeah, oh I, I think God. that's the, the biggest gripe with found footage films, because, like, you know, the evil crocodile monster thing comes out of the shack and people are like, oh shit, we should run. And they're running with the camera and then dude's like holding it behind him running right. like that so you, can, <laughs> so you can fucking see it but it's behind his or head. Or like, like, hold on, I'm gonna run backwards so, I, so you yeah, all can catch you this. Can, and then he trips and gets eaten. Yeah, you, you see the best angles Every of things time. in impossible Here's angles. The thing. If I was gonna fucking film anything, which I wouldn't because... Like, why would I ever want to be in a situation like this? But if I was in a fucking found footage film or trying to do some dumbass documentary bullshit like this, and I was holding a camera in one of my hands, mm-hmm. when I and it was time to run, the view of the camera would be this. Exactly. Like, you're going to the wall. It would just be like a door, blur. Door, door, Blurs. door. Like, I'm just fucking running. Wait, we've seen that door before. Like, it's not me holding the camera. Like, what was the other one from La- Quarantine? Yes. Was that the one where the guy just, like, had it on his shoulder the whole fuck? The camera guy had that yeah. shit on his shoulder the whole time? And I was like, bitch, how are you running upstairs with this shit, but still focusing on what's happening in front he of you? He was good. He was so he was good the whole dedicated, time. Hey, wait. He was a trained professional, though. He was a real cameraman. Yeah. He was. <laughs> but, but still, like, in the situation that these people are in, there's no way I'm hey, focusing on keeping my camera up. You know what's funny? It's not a th- of all the movies we've watched, he is technically the only one who is trained to hold the camera. Yeah. All these other people just get they're, forced they're just, into the just, position. That's yeah, not true. Just... There was another one in the um, As Above, So Below. They had a professional camera. Yeah, he was. He was the documentary uh, guy. The random guy that, was, that didn't really have a part That clearly thing, was yeah. in love with her because yeah. that's the only reason that that dude okay, would go in there. I was going to say, <laughs> see, they're both huh. trained professionals. <laughs> yeah. They know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> who were your... Favorite, who was your favorite character? Oh, god damn the it. News. <laughs> the, the, the news. The news. Damn. Okay, I will say they really made the news 
super <laughs> creepy in this movie. Yeah. Nuisance You're like, have always been creepy. What a well, nuisance. No, I'm not saying, I, I agree yes. with that, but like in this movie, they did a really good job just emphasizing how fucking creepy it is well, to see it, that. It wasn't just that. It was when they saw it for the first time on the set, it was so very crudely done like a high school drama department had done it was over wrapped twice the end was hanging and then the noose was hanging there next to it and then when they took it down and panned back up to it after their whole situation and they panned back up to it and it's hanging back up it's properly hung yeah professionally wrapped wrapped. and I was like like, I'm getting a fucking like chills right now angry chill in my body (laughs) right now that like it He's not kidding, but straight up, my favorite character is that fucking noose because it got me every time. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, Everybody yeah. else, I had my my boo boos about. So my favorite character was Charlie, even though I genuinely hated him through the yes. entire film because he was scaring the fuck out of me so like, much. That was the most terrifying bad guy that I've we've seen in a horror movie since we started this podcast. I feel yes. like there hasn't been a lot of bad guys or evil spirits or whatever that have genuinely frightened me like during the movie and this but, one he fucking got me he was like villain. yeah top notch he was not there top he was droll. he wasn't there he wasn't there he wasn't there and then the camera would move just slightly and he was right behind you with his just his like old timey shirt and his like leather face Scarecrow looking mask. Although I'll bring this up again later. That fucking face but, though. I'll bring, I'll bring this up again later. But if Charlie's the bad guy, who was the bad guy for Charlie? The dad. But he wasn't there. He was sick. <laughs> he caught the COVID. He couldn't come yeah. to work. My guess is that someone actually fucked with the noose in Charlie's mm-hmm. back in Charlie's day, and he probably knew. the football player. Yeah. Sounds like we need a prequel. Yeah. Probably the football hey, player there dad. Is Warner the Brothers Act Two. It's not a prequel. Oh. I know, but there is a Gallows Act really? Two. Oh. Yes. Oh, Warner right. Brothers. We live in Fresno already. Oh my God! Stop. No, <laughs> no, 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 We'll work for Cheech. <laughs> no, we won't. Just Michael will work for Cheech. And Otis, Emma, and I are out. We're not. Okay. We're not into it. So, uh, nope. my favorite go character toward the elsewhere. end, he got pretty annoying, uh, but the he kept his cool Reese. ridiculously nicely. Mm-hmm. Reese. Uh, yeah. If, I liked him throughout. Okay, I understand. If I was in a situation where I saw some crazy shit. I'd, I'd have to understand that the more I freak out, the more I would mess up and I'd die. But probably in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm probably going to die mm-hmm. yeah. if I'm in something like that. But I'd try to keep as cool as Reese was, but he was unnaturally cool about everything. Creepishly. Like, he kept it together ridiculously long. There were So he was interesting because there were a couple of moments where he, like, freaked out and then snap back into it like instantly calm it's i don't want to give the credit but i'm gonna say it's because of football like he's used to being Mm -hmm. in like super high pressure situations i don't know what position he played in football because they never really got that far but i'm gonna go with it's because of that he went from super high pressure situation and keeping his cool keeping his cool then some shit went down and he lost his shit for like a minute 
Because when they um, opened up the trophy case and looked at the picture, mm. he just, like, had a freak out and sat down and, like, cried for a minute. And then he that got up and was fine. on the ladder, when Ryan was on the ladder, those yeah. were the only two moments that he legitimately was, like, yeah. Fuck. Although he did freak out when he was trying to get her out, where he's like, look, I'm sacrificing myself. Why aren't you leaving? Yeah. What are you doing? Stop yeah. calling me that name. Stop calling. Stop Why are you it. calling me Charlie? Like, yeah. he, she, oh, I mean, uh, sorry, August. August. Yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, you can never use that name now. No. Okay, what about you, Mike? Check Micah? that name off uh, my baby list. I'm actually going to say Brian was my favorite character. Yeah. Ew. I, I'm only saying that because he was consistently douchey. Yeah. Up until the end, where it was just like, you know, he, he was just like... Up until the I, end, up until his end. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Sorry. Up until his end. He didn't even... I mean, he was, <laughs> he was a half-movie character, okay? No, but he was consistently douchey throughout the movie. You know, he played a type... And it worked well, where he was just like, "Oh, hey, look, I'm the, I'm the kid who couldn't give two shits about high school and things that matter, you know, yeah. and everybody yeah. else who cares." This is where sucks. I peak in life, basically. Yeah. High school then, is where I peak. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the the nerdy kid gets his revenge on him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you!" Like, "Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me!" Yeah. And then he gets all the way through, and he's like. You know, it's it's almost like Voldemort. You don't say his name, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Yeah. And he's like, fuck Brave you. Kid, he's like, man. he's like walking around stage with middle fingers out. Voldemort. Like, <laughs> I might have a problem. <laughs> I don't know. He's a little drunk. It's fine. Yeah. I'll excuse it this but, time. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was a, he was I think the most consistent character throughout yep. the whole movie. Um, and mm, his cheerleader girlfriend was a bitch the whole time too. Oh, she yeah. was. It seemed like she was trying too hard. Like that one wasn't. She's I mean, a cheerleader. Yeah, no. Okay, fine. Whatever. I, I'm just saying. Damn it! This is my analysis, <laughs> not yours. You had your chance. <laughs> no, yeah, I chose just, the true bad guy. Right. <laughs> no, I. Uh, the one part that I didn't like was when he looked up at the. Oh god, they did such a good job. Like I feel like that was supposed to be an Easter egg, but they they sat on it too long. Yeah. When he looked up and saw the feet hanging there, and like you could kind of like after a second, you're like, oh shit, that's a person. Yeah. You know, but he just focused on it, but he never said anything about it. He's just looking up. I was genuinely upset that that didn't fall on him. Yup. That's what I expected to happen. Just like not necessarily fall on him, but, but like, fall, fall down. towards him. Like yeah, I expected whoever was have. up there hanging, like or using got, that as fall. a distraction. Somebody came up behind him and slipped a yeah. noose or, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Damn, it was crazy. Dude. Okay, I, I sorry. I need to know whose body that was because it was his own. He saw his own death. You think well, it, was it would his be own? cool? I like I that. A, I like I that theory. Big... What if it was Charlie's? Maybe. Yeah, but that was under like behind closed doors that wasn't on set. That's was... why I was like, it's up in the rigging, and that's supposedly how he. Oh yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, but then he ended up like on that scaffolding part. Ooh, girl, so... Sorry. <laughs> There's a lot in this movie that is fucking terrifying. Like, why was there scaffolding? How big is this high school? Is the I'm real sorry, question. but also, goddamn, Fuck. what an underrated movie, man! It's this so is a good, good movie. <laughs> we, we all picked this because we were like, we're from here. We should probably watch this at I'm least so once. Glad we did. And it started, and we were straight up like, oh, okay, well, this will be fine. We're all talking at the beginning of it, and then one thing happened, and we're all. 
all like, oh fuck. Yeah, it takes a turn. It gets Ooh. real serious real quick. Damn. Ooh, that's a good movie. <laughs> I'm still, my hands are still sweating. So, Ew. going off of what you said is your favorite for Ryan, I'm kind of the opposite yeah. for, for Ryan for my least favorite. Um, I don't know. It's like right when shit started getting stupid, he was like, Unraveling really fast, yeah. but that's his character. He was a douche from the he beginning. He was a douche, and, and then when, things got real. And, and he then was, he was yeah. super douche. Yeah, it just there has to be one person in the group that comes up with the dumb plan, mm-hmm. and they go yeah. in, and he's the one that did it. And usually, I don't like that person. Yeah. That's like, hey, let's go into this abandoned hospital and look at stuff. And I'm like, you're the worst one. <laughs> you know what? This is so stupid, and I feel like being in quarantine has kind of affected this a little bit. Where it's like you just sit around for too long overthinking everything or overanalyzing. Where it's oh, like, yeah. I almost feel like we need backstory on all these characters to know their, their, yeah. their, their true, like, why is he such a douche? What is his home life like? And you're sitting here going like, why am I thinking about this? Yeah. It's a fucking also, horror movie. What you, is wrong? You've also <laughs> thought about all these people and like, I need to know their home life. Having sat next to someone for five years who has studied elementary education in which half of my papers discuss that you have to look into people's yeah, backlights. Yeah, that too. Yeah. I mean. And that's been like half of my position is that. But no, I have to go off of Otis's also that he was that kid that's like, you can tell he's the one that wants to push the limits and walk like right up to the line, which is exactly what I was growing up. Like you put your toes on that line and you're like, are you going to fucking come tell me what to do? <laughs> like tell me to, I'm still on this line and everything's going fine. Like what, go ahead. But he took it like overdrive when he actually started getting scared Mm-hmm. And when things started happening, like, he went extra super He douche. turned his fear was... into, like, come at me, bro. Yeah. You want to go? Like, he's going to fight a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I would I would have to second that one. And I did not like Ryan. He was too much of an I didn't asshole. Like him either. Just to be in drama for the sake of, oh, they told me I had to find a thing, so drama. Blah, blah, blah. Well, they're in Nebraska. And there's probably only, like, two exactly. options. Drama or choir, and he was yeah. like, "I'm no sorry, friend. faithful His fans from band Nebraska. as well." Right? <laughs> we I'm love sure he you, could do but... band, oh, but yeah. it clashes with football. Not exactly. that Fresno is much better than Nebraska. But Clearly, it's the same. <laughs> as, least, as we've learned from this movie, at least we're closer to the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my least favorite character in this movie is the drama teacher. Oh yeah. And also the main girl. Mm-hmm. Pfeiffer. 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 Fucking horrible name. Pfeiffer. 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 So, I hated (laughs) them. Dr. Seuss. I hate both of them for the same reason. Pfeiffer a bit more when you get to the end of the movie. But mostly the fact that she, as a drama student, would have pushed so hard to get this show redone at the same school. In the same thing where this guy died. Like, First, that's not a thing that drama people do. No. The fact that the drama teacher allowed it to continue. The like, fact that the school that board the school allowed, board allowed it. it. Like, 
the <laughs> fact that the that the drama teacher was like, yeah, sure, okay, let's like we'll put it up to the school board or whatever. Like, no, a drama teacher would have shut that shit down. We so this is a fast. cursed show. We had a student die from it. We're not doing it again. Like, there's no fucking way. And then the school board, who probably was all actively on the school board when this other kid died there's no way that a school board would have allowed this fucking play to happen again so fuck that drama teacher fuck the school board and fuck the girl who was like yeah let's do the gallows again i don't give a fuck fuck that (laughs) fuck them yeah that was that was the most yeah that is not some shit that would happen drama is i mean drama is extra it really is dramatic it is dramatic. it's loaded with all the things there's a lot there is a point that yes drama teachers are as extra as their students they are yes inherent but no no drama teacher anywhere no if a student dies or a school's reputation dies due to a show it will never be performed be considered by the district let alone by the school itself. Yeah. Yeah, somebody so would have said just, no. That someone, was just too much. Like, there was too much under the table. Yeah. Yeah, someone that. should have said no. Yeah. Yeah. So, that takes us to the end of this movie where we get oh, a... well, I guess oh. we won't talk about my least favorite character. Oh, my bad. Because I'm just going to disagree with Otis. He disagreed with me. I'm going to disagree <laughs> right back. <laughs> Reese is my least favorite character. I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> oh with that. my god! Number one, his voice. When okay, he freaked, his freakout voice was so annoying. Shut up, Reese. God, what are you yelling for? You would have you would be voice cracks. Annoying, no, of course, I know my voice is annoying. I, I didn't say anything about his voice cracks. He's in Shut high school. Up, I don't Reese. give a shit about that. Shut up, Reese. <laughs> also, his name. What a ter- no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry Reese, to Reese. all of our faithful listeners named Reese out there. <laughs> Maybe. We hear you. We see you. We're sorry. Shakes Maybe change your name after this. <laughs> to Ryan. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yeah. No, but he... I'm sorry. The kid is a horrible actor to begin with. Not even... I don't like, think any of these kids were like legit. No, no. They were all really fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, I think this... I, I almost feel like... The person, whoever, the, the people who wrote this movie did such a damn good job. And you know that the budgeting that they had, they, you know, they found Fresno and Fresno was like, yeah, dude, fucking film here. Like, well, you don't have to pay us hardly yeah, anything. we'll do it on you the know? cheap, cheap. Yeah, seriously. I mean, mm-hmm. and they did such a damn good job to only be kind of messed up a little bit and skewed by just really terrible acting. Oh, it wasn't Like, damn, that. you could find okay. plenty of 20-year-olds who Yes, could... but it wasn't that bad because yeah, we watched worse. all of us. Okay. Yeah. Like, that was... Let's go back to Grave Encounters. Plus, Both this movie... in number one and two. Well, and this, <laughs> this movie was, like... Super D-list indie. actors. E-list. Like, garbage nobody has ever heard of actors. Pretending to be high school students who were also bad at acting. Like, this was Inception level acting because they were acting as actors. (laughs) Like, they were also high school students who are inherently just idiots. Actors in their own world of stupidity. Yeah, it's a lot. We've all been in high school. 
Yeah, but I couldn't imagine, like, if this film had been done with really good actors, I don't know that I, it would have been as good. No. Like, I can't imagine this with a fucking all-star cast and still well, being as scared. the unfortunate thing about all-star casts is they have a way of influencing the films. And that oh, just yeah. Kind of, you know, That's the thing, is this film took itself. What I'm trying to say is just that Reese was my least favorite character. He because was in, he Well, he was very annoying, <laughs> but he was also annoyingly inconsistent. Like... He was incredibly inconsistent, and he he would freak out, and then I know, like, you guys were saying that he would all of a sudden figure out his cool and calm and all that kind of stuff, but it was just like, <gasps> how convenient that he's cool and calm all of a sudden. Like, I don't think a normal <laughs> person would be that cool and no. calm in, in oh, any of that kind not. of situation like that. Especially a high school kid. Yeah. His his drama with liking the main chick that was that was like the best part of his acting was being awkward about it. Yeah, he uh, was really good at that. He was really good at being <laughs> awkward. If you had just made him an awkward kid, that would have been great. Yeah, now he was really good. The kid's at that. got a hell of a jawline, though. My right goodness, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I lift weights, but it's it's all with my neck. Yeah, <laughs> my just neck is super down. ripped, bruh. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the end of this movie, we get a crazy turn of events. It's the damnedest thing. So, oh, spoiler alert. So Ryan and Cassidy, they die. They get strangulated, and so now it's just Pfeiffer and Reese, and they're trying to run away from the crazy hangman. And so they get back to the stage after doing some ridiculous climbing with a camera in his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese sees the door open, so he tells Pfeiffer that when they need to break for the door. And so he gets out, and he's actually outside, safe. And he looks back, and Pfeiffer did not make it, and she's on the stage choking. And so he goes back to save her, and then lights come on, and they, he realizes that he has to finish the play, and the ghost thing wants him because his dad, lo and behold, at the opening night, was supposed to be Charlie, but he called in sick because he... <laughs> didn't want to do the show or Or because he purposefully fucked up the noose or some dumb shit and so charlie was supposed to be the hangman but then he was the understudy so he became i can't remember august Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah so august benjamin rutherford yeah so charlie got to die and it was supposed to be reese's dad i guess and the ghost is like i'm gonna get your damn kid one day Dagnabbit, because you won't come back to the school, probably. <laughs> and so, um, they act out the final scene, and Reese is, like, on the gallows, and he's about to die. And then uh, Pfeiffer keeps going through the lines. He's like, that's fine. You don't have to keep doing this. And she... Like, get the hell out. I'm trying to yeah. sacrifice myself for you. What are you doing? Yeah, and so Pfeiffer finishes the lines, and then he dies. And then you see this ghost of... Charlie, the hangman, come up to the edge of the stage with Pfeiffer. They hold hands and then they bow. And so, lo and behold, you find out that Pfeiffer is the daughter of Charlie and this one crazy lady that was in the, the beginning. Well, the only the part that Pfeiffer was It's playing. an assumption that it's it, Charlie was the dad. It's it never said that. 
it's just a huge assumption. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, it, like, I love stuff like that where it's like you don't actually know for sure. Where it's just like, holy shit, what if this it was is... Inferred, it, it, okay. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. inferred heavily. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they don't tell you. It's not like hitting you in the face super meta about it. Like, right. oh, yeah. She's no, a, it's, yeah. yeah. She has a picture of the dad in her wallet. Or something. I'm like, who's that guy? Don't worry about it. You know? <laughs> Wait, isn't that... No. It's just a picture of a noose. She's like, shut up. Don't look at that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it shows her eyes and she's got shifty eyes. And it just has the, like, the, the violin, the, the screeching violin. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, later on, uh, I don't know how much time goes by, but cops go to the Pfeiffer residence, and they're looking around because I guess the the cops know that she did this, or they're like, she's the only one that got out, Mm, she probably did that shit. And so they go to the house, and they make it to the back room, and they see all this stuff related to the play, and all these things, and you you just, it hits you kind of around that point, because it hit us, and we're like... Oh, they were in cahoots the whole time. That's stupid. And so the mom and daughter are sitting on the bed, and she's brushing the girl's head and they watching like, the old, yeah, the original play. And so uh, the cop's looking for his buddy Lang. He's like, "Hey, Lang, man, I, I want to get out of here." And Lang gets thrown in, thrown across the hallway, and dragged up by a noose. He turned back, and then old hangman's in the room. So that ghost is not really stuck at the school. He can just kind of go where he feels like. And kills the other cop, and then the movie ends. So, uh, you would think that after that, uh, the movie Casper taught me that when ghosts have unfinished business, and when they get done with it, they get to go wherever they go to the light. Uh, but I guess this ghost is just like, fuck it, I'm good. I, I kind of like being down here and killing people. <laughs> I get my jollies off. I'm not gonna lie, like, that ending was weird. Yeah. It set itself up like a really great twist. Like, honestly, I was living for it. Yeah. Then all of a sudden that scene where the the partner cop gets dragged up by a noose and then turns around and there's the noose guy right there. Like, wait, that leads me to think that there was something more about this play before the first time it happened. But it was some, yeah. You know, like it was just kind of weird where it was just like, oh, like if you had just yeah. left it as a twist where it was like oh shit she's the daughter of the chick who was also in the play who was also yeah. the daughter of the guy who got hung be- accidentally you know like if it had done that like it was like okay holy crap yeah but this ending you could see was obviously like well you guys you know you think it's over we gotta scare you one more time before we it almost opens it up as a done. like universe yeah <laughs> but they never made any more yeah, because like at the end of like Friday Thirteenth movies, uh, Freddy Krueger movies, there's always one last scare before yeah. the credits hit. So I just think the last five minutes is just that's not canon. That didn't happen. Like yeah. the right. bow was the last thing, and it just ends. That would have been a great it way to end have. it. Yeah, yeah, the bow should have been the last thing. But uh, all in all, a solid movie. Oh, I so really good. thought it was gonna be ass. Yep. I really thought this oh, was gonna yeah. be ass. It pointed that way in the first few minutes. Yeah. I was like, oh dear God. Well, okay. at least I'm watching it. <laughs> right. Okay, seven-word synopsis. I'm going to go first because mine's not as good as everybody else's. Okay, so mine is, ooh, her shoe came off. She did. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, there's a scene, uh, Cassidy, the cheerleader, uh, she's looking into the camera, I guess trying to compose herself. And then she realizes that there's a noose around her neck. And then she gets yanked really hard backwards. Her shoe comes off, and that shoe was on pretty tight the whole movie, but she got yanked hard enough that that bad boy just, <laughs> boop, 
just like stayed where it was and then she got dragged into the darkness. Thanks, uh, Reddit. Yeah, on Reddit, that's one of the things. Whenever there's a video like, man, look at Micah, he like, that elephant like kicked him and he flew away. He, like, did his shoes stay on? Like, nah, one fell off. He's like, ooh, he might not be alive. It's like a car accident when the tire rolls away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That car lost a shoe. Ooh. Ooh, they did. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that was mine because okay, the girl lost a shoe one. quick. Guess the wrong letter. Now he did. Yep. <laughs> Learn how to play hangman, bro. Okay. Uh, I have two that go together. Hangman is coming down from the gallows, and I don't have very long. Mm. From Sticks. Ooh. Renegade from Sticks. Wow. That's what's up. <laughs> and then, revenge is a dish best served theatrically. That's awesome. Ooh. That's awesome as fuck. Damn, to serve wanna... or not to serve. No, I don't even want to say mine. Okay. Here's my honorable yeah, mention. I really do. So my honorable mention is Reese, prepare to enter the scary door. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have, not for any amount of dollary dues, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, for a change, maybe don't split up. Yeah. Nice. And then here are my... Alliterations. My fancies. Daddy done ditch drama dooming dead dude. Nice. And then pubescent plebeians pick on poor petite Pfeiffer. Yeah. And then this one. Ow. I'm proud as fuck of this last one. New sense. Noose sense. Nuisance. News ends. <laughs> wow. I'm proud as fuck God of that damn, last Emma. one. That's the one that I ran out of the bathroom afterwards and I was like, where's that? And she sat there and went, do you want to hear it or do you want to wait? And I was like, no, I'll wait. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I know. That was really good. <laughs> okay, so this movie came out June 30th, 2015 in Fresno. Of course it did. And then July 10th, 2015 in the U.S. If I'm not mistaken, did they show it at Warner's Theater yes, they first? Did. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, and so they had the gallows Jesus. out front of Warner's Theater. You know where theater? I'm not fucking seeing this movie? The theater that it happened in. Who know? What if, like, the beginning, know. you know, the director comes out, he's like, thanks guys for coming here, enjoy the gallows, and everybody claps, and then the la- lights turn off to, no. you know, get ready, and they no. never come on. No. Like, nothing... It's no. just dark and in all there. The, all the doors are locked. And, you know, after 10 seconds, he's like, man, we should start. Okay, well, they got to get it on the reel. A minute goes by, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> you know what? You know what would have been great? If, say, the director walked out on stage mm-hmm. and had a fake noose, like, around Ooh. his neck, but you couldn't see it. Like, he was wearing then, something that yeah. hit it. And it's like, and okay, fell into the enjoy pit. the movie. And then after he said that, all of a sudden the lights shut down except for one spotlight on him and he's just hanging there. Like oh, fell into the pit. Ooh. Okay, if I saw well, that, I'm like, You well. know what would be great if none of this ever happened? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we ain't going to be there. We ain't going to be there. No, girl. I'm going to be sitting I'm outside never, with my margarita. I'm never stepping and... foot in Warner's Theater again, so. <laughs> I'm going to stand it's out fine. front and go, Damn. Damn. Or the Veterans Hall. I'm just not going in either one of That's them. Ever again. Jesus Christ. Okay. Ooh. So June 30th, 2015. How much you, you guys think the budget for this movie was? Three dollar dues. <laughs> Three dollar uh, dues. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar dues. Seven hundred and fifty thousand. Katie? Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. You guys spoil this movie. The budget for the gallows was one hundred. 
thousand. I almost fucking said that. God damn it. Hundred thousand. I remember it being super low. Yeah, Yeah. they because apparently they got a lot of money from like friends in like Central Valley. Yeah. Well, the thing was, is this was not a Warner Brothers film. I think no, it was just it like... it was supposed to be an indie film for a little fast. Somebody probably paid like, them like, honestly, I want to I like, know... I, I actually, those actors were paid in Doghouse. Outside of this movie, I want to know the story of this movie because somebody oh, at don't. Warner Brothers was paying attention. Yeah. But, like, it still didn't get... This like I mean, shit. honestly, so watching this, this is really cool. I will never I, go back there. Right. <laughs> I feel I feel like this is really cool because we're we're watching this movie. We're from here, and it was really fucking good. After all the movies, the scary movies that we've watched, we watched this and this tiny ass little hundred thousand dollar movie that yeah. they they shot, and it was so fucking good. Solid. That we're sitting here going like Warner Brothers picked it up. They pushed it. They gave it some kind of push at the end before it came out, but it didn't get any acclaim. It didn't get any kind of credit whatsoever. Yeah. Okay, so going off of that, how much do you think the box office for this movie was? 110. One dollar redo. Like a million? Oh, yeah. And how much did you say? Ten million. I'm gonna go for fucking real on this. Fucking lord, (laughs) Mike. How much did you say? One. One dollar. You do. (laughs) One dollar. You do. Katie. This came out in July. Twenty fifteen. June. June. The day after my birthday. June. July. Horror movies in the middle of the summer. I'm gonna go three million. Bob. People were sweating in a sixty degree movie theater. Uh, so I think you guys got a little gun shy because of the crazy numbers you no threw out way. at first. No way. So you guys went the other way, except Emma. Emma went. She just kept going. No right. way. Uh, this movie made forty three million dollars. What the fuck? It, and we still don't have more movies after this. There's a second one. There's a second. We do have a second I one. That twice. It, uh, it has thirteen ratings on IMDb. Zero percent. 13 ratings. My. Apparently, the movie is booty. I'm going to look it up. I'm reading reading an article right now about the directors, like the filmmakers who made the gallows. I'm going to go into the next one in a minute. So, it's weird. It made a ton of money, but the biggest complaint of the movie uh, was the actors. You didn't really care about them that much. Yeah, exactly. The actors sucked. There wasn't enough. There wasn't enough back anything. To like I said, match. like I said, like I feel like I'm the the general populace right now. All of a sudden, I, I never put myself in the general populace. This is weird. <laughs> but like, what you're saying is giving me you know credit for what I said. Where it was just like, look, these actors sucked, which is fine. They're yeah. high school kids. I don't care about that. But the way they set this movie up was like, you want backstory. And number one, I want backstory as to where this the gallows came from why is this play cursed why did that kid die you know they didn't set it up for that to happen so why did it happen yeah you know that that kind of thing where it's like he's not the original ghost yeah but why is he the ghost you know but all of a sudden why is he the executioner instead of the guy being hung like because he was supposed to be it doesn't it doesn't make any sense But at the same time, no. I want to talk to these directors and be like, "Guys, you made such a great fucking movie. Let's let's sit here and and like 
make an make a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> Let's it's, tie all these loose ends together. It's really weird. Oh my god, I am in love okay, right now. Okay, when we post this, we need to tag them. Yeah. So that okay. way we I'm can down. be like, okay. oh my god, I want to okay. interview somebody. So the the people who made this film, the guys who made this film are here from here in Fresno. No way! Yeah, their names are Chris Loafing and Travis Clough. They started their own production company called Tremendum Pictures. That's a cool name. Yeah, so before this film came out in the U.S., it came out in Fresno, like Oda said, in June. For the premiere in June, they had two theaters at Maya Cinemas packed with family and friends. And the then mayor, Ashley Swearingen, was there, and she declared June 30th the Gallows Day here in Fresno. So, fun fact, it has its own fucking, like, holiday then they had get hung <laughs> on June thirtieth. Yikes! <laughs> no. Yikes! The day after your birthday. <laughs> oh, let's not. Okay, and then this oh, movie was actually joke. a complete turnaround for the filmmakers. A few years before they made this movie, uh, one of the directors, Clough, who lived in Fresno like for the past twenty years, basically, was in such financial strain he went on fucking wipeout and won fifty grand and that's what helped him make this movie. Oh my god, that's amazing. I not be more happy like than this I am is the this coolest fucking moment. story about this. Hey Olaf, please come on our podcast. Yeah, you guys live here. Can we do this? Please. Oh my god. Let's have a conversation. We'll bring it up to Otis. Um, let's we, let's figure this out because that would be amazing. Sure. We are fans cool. as fuck. Yeah dude we love this movie. Yes, I'm sure Holy a whole bunch shit. of people we know probably know them like oh easily shit i worked at warner's when you guys shot this fucking film there like (laughs) holy crap yeah the guy with the trash bag of roaches that was (laughs) oh my god yeah right bag of roaches and a stick with a with like a thumbtack on it you (laughs) remember the guy not like like a nail but like a thumbtack just to get roaches (laughs) so laughing the other director was a struggling film student at the new york film academy in l.a and he came to Fresno to shoot... I'm sorry, the New York Film Academy in L.A.? Yes, yeah. they have a branch in L.A. Uh, and he came to Fresno <laughs> to shoot his film school thesis because sorry. it was cheaper than doing anything in SoCal. You're right. Oh, shit. Uh, he wanted to be part of the project, or Clough wanted to be part of Loafing's project, and that's how they met. The first question that he asked him was, how old are you? And... Uh, Loafing was only 19 at the time. What the fuck? When they they met, he was only 19. Damn, that makes this movie that much more impressive. My goodness. These guys scraped to put this movie together. It was insane. Some of the best movies, man, when you don't have enough money. It's too bad that these fucking kids that they got were so terrible. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) I'm sorry. You guys obviously don't have much going on, and I'm being super dick right now, but you you guys act like dick my god <laughs> yeah amazing just like go for it so good Whew. yeah this is a solid one let's so. talk to those goddamn directors because yeah. holy crap if we can get somebody on this like where we can but well, like uh, seriously let's, let's fucking tweet yeah. out at them and let's let's tag them and Here it is. shit the entire movie was shot in and around fresno along with the veterans building warner's theater uh and Madeira High School, and some of it in Selma. Yep. Nice. So all of it's here in the so valley. Basically, they put what it you're all. They took all the money. I'm never leaving my house. They took all that hundred grand and put it right back into the valley. Good That's for so them. fucking cool. That's the actual. I'm not test. gonna lie. Like, yeah. They put the trailer on YouTube just to see what would happen, and they fucking it got picked up by Warner Brothers. Yep. And nice. honestly, like I'm I'm. 
I'm dead serious about this. This is so cool because our reaction to this movie, like in person, because none of us have ever seen this movie Never. before, which no. is which is kind of disturbing because it's a Fresno film. Like, why haven't yeah. we seen this yet? Just time. But at the same time, it is so good and it's so underrated. Like, I can't believe that there aren't there isn't some more traffic about this somewhere out there. Yeah. Sometimes movies just like slip through the cracks. I mean, but obviously it made its money, so it, oh yeah, yeah, no it good. shit. But I don't hear impressive. anybody. I don't hear anybody talk about it like, man, the gallows. It's great. I don't hear anybody talk about it. Yeah, but I mean, it shit. I it know made what its, I'm saying to the next person I meet. It mm-hmm. made its money, so shit. I mean, that's all. I mean, all that's right, the important part. All right, so this is our chance. We're gonna do our research. Oh my god, if these guys were the first, like that'd be pretty cool. Especially right now in quarantine, like nobody's doing anything. Like I feel like this should be our chance to like get. Yeah. somebody on to talk to them about yeah I'll, I'll bring it up oh we'll tweet this and sitting and here cracking doing. pistachios okay you are next friend uh that's all i got does anybody have anything else for the gallows no so please good. go watch it holy moly yeah it was great solid ass God movie. bless great. that <sighs> i seriously okay we've been doing this since october mm-hmm. spooky movie squad has been a thing since Halfway through October. Almost a year now. And the only other movie that I can say scared me this much was Grave Encounters. Hey, found footage. Look, I'm sorry. Exactly. No, I'm I'm 100% serious. Like, since Grave Encounters, there's so much that I can't look at the same way. This movie, oh my God, it did its job so much. I almost feel like these low-budget, like films bring directors and writers out to do like these are true passion projects yes yeah. where it's like creative. they have to fight for it you know yeah. this this like even the gallows like what katie was saying with this backstory and stuff of how this movie even got made in the first place and how they got their funding like that's a fight like yeah. it wasn't just something that they just slapped together and we're just like yeah let's let's put these people these famous people together and scare them yeah you know it was literally just like dude i got this great idea let's see if it works yeah it was an experiment almost no it's it's solid i i'm surprised but i just remember going into that haunted house and they were like oh it's based on a movie that was filmed here and i was like that's really cool i should watch it but then you know when it came out i missed that and then it's just Mm -hmm. hard to find anywhere but yeah it's it sucks that I waited this long. And I'm so sorry, working working a low paying job in Fresno is really disillusioning. I know a lot of us have a lot of disillusions working these low paying jobs, but like here in Fresno where you're like living in California, you're like, nah, it should be easy. Yeah. You should be living <laughs> on the beach. Nah, we're Working like We're dogs huffing. and we you know, are living in the it. heat and our ACs get turned off and ugh. What you got, Katie? I saw you writing something. I was writing their names so I could tweet at them. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, anybody else got anything for the gallows? No, please go watch it. So good. Seriously, yeah. go Worth the money. right now. Go um, watch it. If you are in theater um, or are frequently around the theater, like you're a musician or for some reason need to be in the back of a theater, Before this movie born. is going to fuck you up. Um, I have spent a lot of my life in large Same. theaters, like on stage, around stages, around backstage, riggings like this, yep. in the backstage. 
And this is a lot to handle because you've seen all of these, like, yep. riggings and ropes that you're not supposed to be touching. And, like, <laughs> there are a lot of weird passageways in the backs of theaters. And a and lot they of are rooms, creepy in general. They're mm-hmm. creepy. There's a lot of rooms that you don't know yeah, and where they go. it's especially creepy when you're paid to clean these places. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. see them on yeah. screen and then you go, wow, I was in that room by myself. Yeah. <laughs> But on on top of that, if you don't have any experience with theater, um, you probably know that the scene where they go, they're just like running away from the dude and they climb up the ladder and there's just like scaffolding for like days. That's not a thing that exists. Like it's not just yeah, scaffolding. That was a pretty weird no. scene. It was weird. Like there was no that need was like for that. It was, it was the only part of it that was just like that's out of place yeah. and yeah. is not normally part of a theater that you would ever have access to. Mm-hmm. Like Well, at least not nowadays. Like that may have been something from a while ago. But if Maybe. there's scaffolding Maybe. now, it's all open, it's all metal, it's all connected, it's all OSHA, it's Yeah, not yeah. It was just all like rickety shit. And I'm sure crazy. I'm sure most of that was death for this it was all for this movie, crazy. but theaters don't look like that. That weird, horrible, <laughs> rickety shit. Uh, who who were the directors? Chris Loafing and Travis Clough. Guys. Let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, we will that will happen. That that's gonna happen. Yeah. Hopefully I you guys hear all the things. Hopefully Got you guys say hi. Follow. Okay, so if you want to tweet at us, because we will tweet at you guys, you can tweet us at uh, at Allentown Pod. If you have any comments or concerns, you can email us at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. You just put in Allentown Presents. Uh, we're on just about any podcast app. Just put in Allentown Presents, and you scroll a little bit, and you'll see our name. So uh, we're going to keep this going. It was 62 episodes, so we're going to keep going. Uh, we have one more episode in found footage, and that's the Blair Witch. And then we'll talk about our favorites of the found footage month. And then uh, we'll get into foreign horror, foreign horror. And look, Roger. if you don't like us, you're listening to us. This is your Thanks. fault. Yeah, right? <laughs> you did this? Okay. It was you. <laughs> so for everybody here, uh, thank you for listening. We love doing this, and we're going to keep going. So we'll see you guys later. Toots. Okay, bye, bye. guys. Bye.